let's talk about day to day in our province. Got an email this morning with some numbers about intensive care beds for pediatric patients in the province of Ontario. And I was looking at it and I thought, I don't know what this data means. So we thought we'd call the guy who sent it to us, Dr. Michael Warner, uh, to talk about it. And he joins us right now. Michael Warner, it's nice to have you. Good morning. Morning, John. So the the percentage I have here is that pediatric uh, patients in the province, uh, the effectively the units are at 109% capacity. How do I interpret that? Well, there are, at baseline, there are 112 pediatric ICU beds in the entire province. So these aren't neonatal ICU beds. Those are different, and these aren't adult ICU beds. These are for kids who aren't you know, premature babies but aren't quite 18, so that whole swath of children. There are 112 beds at baseline. And on Sunday, there were about 90 patients in those beds, so about 80% capacity. And today, there are 122. Yesterday, there were 111. So we're over capacity, which is making it necessary to surge into unconventional areas. And yesterday, CHEO, Children's Hospital Eastern Ontario, put out a video showing that they've actually changed one of their post-operative units into a second ICU. Who's going to staff those patients, those beds, and those patients is really up to those hospitals. But you know, this it was never this bad in the adult world during the worst of COVID. So I think that you know, kids don't have have a lot of agency or kind of position on social media. So I thought it was necessary to just share this issue with the public and, and I'm kind of wondering what the government is going to do about it because it's a real crisis. Now I appreciate owing to issues of privacy that you're somewhat constrained in being able to give us an impression of why uh, some of these kids are in the hospital but I mean are there factors that we could be controlling for that we're not controlling for that are represented in the profiles of this search? Yeah all we know is that you know yesterday two of those patients those 111 had COVID today five of the 122 have COVID but I can say, you know, based on anecdotal evidence of what I see in my hospital, you know, I, I'm in the emergency department admitting adult critical, critically ill patients every day. The surge of pediatric respiratory illness is something that our emergency department and pediatricians have never seen before. It's, it's unrelenting. These are mostly young children with febrile, that means with a fever, respiratory illness that is likely due to RSV and perhaps influenza. You know, those are both kind of airborne um, diseases that are passed through the air from children to children or adults to children. So, you know, I'm not going to get into what needs to be done at a higher level. That's up to Dr. Moore. But uh, I think most of the illness in these hospitals is related to febrile respiratory illness. And uh, we're just at the beginning of that season, which is, which is concerning because there are several months that we have to go before we're hitting spring. Now, I know that you listen, so you may have heard my conversation with Dr. Adil Shamji. He's an opposition liberal MPP, but also an emergency room physician. So you guys have a lot in common. Um, the solutions, because I said, what can the government do about this? The solutions he mapped out seem to me to be medium and long-term solutions. We probably need some short-term solutions. Do you have any advice to the government? Yeah, well, I think the hospitals you know, are, are doing their best to create capacity by using unconventional spaces and also cross-training people who don't normally take care of critically ill children to, to do that. So, that, I mean, that is absolutely necessary because you can't leave a child without a bed. You know, the medium-term solution is to make sure we have the adequate human resources. So if the government can fund additional beds, we have nurses to staff those beds. I mean, that's been a perennial issue. Um, you know, population level mitigation about mass mandates, et cetera, of course, is not my decision, but that could help. I'll, I'll let, you know, Dr. Moore opine about that. 
Um, but it's it's a challenging problem because the denominator, the number of beds, as, you, as you've identified, is so small, and the need seems to be exceeding what we've ever seen before. So it, it is a, a real crisis, and, and hopefully things will stabilize. But it, uh, I think the hospitals that care for sick children are going to have to work very hard, as they have already, to try and create capacity. And the adult system will be offloading patients 14 and over. Unfortunately, or fortunately, there's very few patients who fit that profile. I don't think we'll be able to provide a lot of help, and we really can't care for younger children because they're completely different medically. Yeah, and and emotionally, too. Bob, thank you for this. Take care, John.